You are listening to episode 40 of the Remind Yourself podcast. Welcome to the Remind Yourself podcast, the podcast for physician moms just like you who want to ditch mom guilt, stop yelling, and start enjoying their lives today. I'm your host, Michelle Chestovich, certified life coach, family physician, and mom of four. If you want to overcome overwhelm for once and for all, this is the place for you. Hello, Mama Docs. Welcome back. I hope you are enjoying a most beautiful fall wherever it is that you live. Today, we are going to talk about an emotion that many of us don't love. Disappointment. We've all experienced disappointment, and it's certainly not something that we enjoy. And yet, as human beings on earth, we do need to learn how to deal with this emotion. So today, I'm going to talk about three different ways that we deal with disappointment. Now, you might be wondering, hmm, wonder what's going on in Michelle's life that we're talking about disappointment. And it's nothing major, but something recently has come up for myself and my son, and it gave me the opportunity to realize how I have evolved in dealing with this emotion. The first thing that happened is that I was injured. Nothing major, just some overzealous yard work that caused my back to be tweaked. As you've heard me mention in the past, I enjoy running, and this summer I was getting out more often and I was increasing my mileage, all for the hopes of running a trail run the end of October, 17 miles, nearly 17 miles. And I was very excited to get out on a beautiful fall day and really test myself. Certainly I wasn't planning on racing, but I just wanted to get out and run the distance with some friends and enjoy a beautiful fall day. So this injury to my back two weeks prior to the race cast some doubt on that. I started going to a sports med chiropractor, was doing some strength and stretching, and of course, all the uh, over-the-counter medications that I could use to help settle things down. But this is what I'll tell you. I was disappointed. And this is when I started thinking about how I've learned to deal with disappointment. In the past, when I was disappointed, I would often think to myself, well, I should at least be grateful that I'm still able to walk. There are many worse things that could be happening. And so I would try to almost whitewash myself, whitewash the emotion by thought swapping to make myself feel better. I didn't understand in the past that by trying to make my thoughts be more optimistic that I was changing my emotions, and I've subsequently learned that through coaching that we call this thought swapping. And I'll just tell you that it didn't feel great, right, to try to make myself feel better. Certainly, as an eternal optimist, I could often see how things weren't as gloomy as I initially thought, but it didn't really feel great in my body to just focus on all the things that I could still do when I was feeling disappointed that I wasn't able to compete, for instance, or that I didn't do well on a test, for instance, something like that. So this is one thing that many of us do is we resist the emotion. We try to push it away and think something different. Now think to yourself when this may have happened, because for many of us, it comes up often. Think maybe when you have acted this way towards someone else, 
For instance, a child may have not done very well on a test, right? And we try to make them feel better, like, oh, it's no big deal. There'll be another opportunity. And yet the child is really trying to express their disappointment and we're trying to push it away. So this is just really good to be aware of that many of us resist emotions, try to push away uncomfortable emotions and jump on to something more often. But I'll tell you that when we try to resist emotion, it's just gonna keep coming back up. So when I was feeling disappointed, I realized that in the past that this is what I would have done. And then I started to think even further back how I would often make myself feel worse when I was disappointed. So this is the second thing that sometimes we do with disappointment. We become self-critical. If only I would have studied more for the test. If only I would have kept up my strength training over the summer, then perhaps my back wouldn't have been injured. And it layers on another emotion that doesn't feel awesome on top of disappointment. So this is, again, something to be curious about. When have we done this to ourselves? We often make disappointment worse by beating ourselves up about whatever it is that we're disappointed about. Is this true for you too? The final thing I realized is that really just allowing disappointment and being with it, for me at this point, is the best solution to honor myself that yeah, I'm disappointed. And to give myself compassion, Michelle, you've worked hard. You've trained. You got up to 13 miles in your training. This is further than you've gotten in the last several years. Again, often due to recurrent injuries. And to allow the self-compassion, like, yeah, I'm disappointed. I was really looking forward to getting out there on a beautiful day with my friends. I was really looking forward to pushing myself to see what I could do. And you know what? It felt really good. And it really feels good if we can almost do it in companionship with others. And this is where I had that realization also with my son. Of course, having four children, there are many times I need to be with them in their sadness and in their disappointment. And often, you know, years back, I would try to make them feel better. Many of us mamas do. We don't love to see people that we love hurting. So we might just say, give them a little pep talk. It's going to be fine. Everything's going to be okay. But again, I'm starting to realize that to sit with them in their sadness and or their disappointment is really the first place that we need to land. So my son, also a runner, had been training really hard in cross country. He is a senior and was really had his eye on making it to the state meet. He'd been working very hard and um, was having a decent season. And, you know, in talking about the section meet, he realized that, you know, he really had a great chance of trying to make it. Well, unfortunately, three days prior to the section meet, he came to me with a very hot spot on his shin and concern for a possible stress fracture. So the point is, he too became injured before his big event. And he decided since the um, injury wasn't so severe and I, as his mom and physician in consultation with another doc that I work with, thought, you know, we can give it a try. It doesn't seem like it's so severe. The pain's not so great that he is going to hopefully hurt himself um, worse. And, you know, he decided he would give it a try. And so he ran the race, 
feeling somewhat injured, not certainly 100%, and he missed qualifying for the state meet by two spots. And he was disappointed. And I could feel his disappointment as well. And I wanted to be with him in his disappointment and say, you know, buddy, this is such a bummer. You worked really hard and you had your eye on this amazing goal and it didn't work out. And that's super disappointing. And he just nodded his head and I gave him a big hug. And I just thought, I'm really grateful that I've arrived at this place that it's okay to allow disappointment. And in fact, it's more honoring to the person who is disappointed if we allow it and sit with it and are there with them. So whether it's with someone else in your life who's disappointed or whether it's yourself, to just allow it to be there and to either have self-compassion or just empathy and in being with that other loved one, it just honors the fact that this is a true emotion coming from thoughts that are very real and this is a part of life. And do you know what can help make disappointment a little less uncomfortable? Sharing it with others, right? To be in sadness, to be in disappointment with another, you're not alone when you share it. I don't know if any of you have hopped on the Ted Lasso bandwagon, but I really found that show this fall to be just very endearing. And there was that wonderful episode where the team lost, they were in the locker room with all of their heads hanging low, and Ted gave a little talk. And he didn't use the word disappointment, he used the word sadness, but I think that disappointment would also fit in. And he said, yes, we're all very sad, we're all very disappointed in this loss, but look around the room, you are not alone, and we can be in this together and when we're ready, we can move forward. And I thought that that was just so fantastic. And I thought to myself, this is exactly what we need. We need to be with one another. We need to allow these emotions that are very uncomfortable. And disappointment means that we wanted something and it didn't work out. And that's okay. And we need to honor that. And so just to recap, Disappointment is an emotion that we all feel, right? It's when we have our eye on a prize, we stumble or something else happens that we fall short of the goal. And that in the past, I used to be very number one, resistant and try to push it away and make myself feel better. Like, hey, everything's going to be fine. I'll have another chance. Number two, I used to be very self-critical and make myself feel worse, kind of blame myself for whatever stumble I had, however I fell short of the goal. And then three, I've learned to finally allow. And I think it's best for me and it's best for everyone around me. And I'll have you know that this is not only true for emotions such as disappointment and sadness. It's really true for all emotions. But I just wanted to share with you this little story since I and my son recently went through just a little bit of disappointment in our life. Again, Nothing major, but it really brought to light how we deal with emotions, and I wanted to give you some ideas of how you can try some new concepts in your life, and um, I'd love to hear how it's working for you and for those in your family. I hope you are well, and until next week, peace and love to you. Are you ready to take control of your life and put these tools into action? I'm here to help. 
I offer free consultations for physician moms to see if my one-on-one coaching package is right for you. You can sign up for a free consult at www.mamadoclifecoach.com.